Before you listen to this podcast, you can subscribe to The Critic magazine with the current offer of three issues for just £5. Head to our website, www.thecritic.co.uk, to subscribe today. Alex Salmond is encouraging Scottish nationalists to game Holyrood's electoral system by voting for their SNP constituency candidate, but on the regional ballot list voting for Salmond's Alba party. Would the same tactical voting work for Scottish Unionists? In this podcast, All for Unity's leader, Jamie Blackett, makes the case for voting for George Galloway's pro-union alliance to the critics' political editor, Graham Stewart. Jamie Blackett, it's been said that the launch of Alex Salmon's Alba party has electrified this um, Holyrood parliamentary election campaign. Um, But unionist commentators particularly seem to be divided on whether this is going to split the nationalist vote or enhance it. What is your perspective? Well, as as I said in my Telegraph piece yesterday, I think we have to plan for a worst case scenario. Uh, I mean, certainly it's true that the bitter fight now between Salmond and Sturgeon may well alienate voters and may well harm the nationalist cause. But the trouble is um, we we are faced with a a nationalist movement now, I'm now calling them the nationalist front, of these two parties who are perfectly aligned as far as the electoral system goes. The the SNP to win lots of seats in the constituency battles against a chronically split opposition with with Tories, Labour and Liberals fighting against each other, uh, despite our efforts to try and prevent that situation. And Alex Salmon's party, not uh, not in the constituencies, but just uh, on the lists, and therefore not handicapped by the Dahon system, and able to win win many more seats on the lists than the nationalist movement has managed up to now, because uh, the SNP uh, have this uh, handicap that if they win. Uh, for example, in Glasgow, if they win five seats in that region, uh, they they start on the list uh, handicapped with um, five plus one, a six, a divisor of six. So their list votes, second votes, would be divided by six. Uh, Salmon's party uh, would start with a, a clean sheet with a divisor of one. That's how it works. So uh, I think we have to plan now for a worst case scenario, which is that the nationalist uh, voters uh, will quickly cotton on to this and uh, are likely to uh, vote um, more tactically than previously, more strategically than than in, in other elections and give their second vote to this other party or possibly to the Greens. I mean, up to now, you have to remember that a lot of SNP second votes have been completely impotent. Uh, they, uh, they've they been um, resulted in very few seats, only really here in the, in the south of Scotland, uh, where I am standing. Uh, the, the SNP have, uh, have two MSPs at the moment. 
Well, I mean, it, it sounds very much like you, you fear that uh, Alex Salmond's Arbor Party is, is, a, is a masterstroke for the nationalist cause. It, in some way, it's uh, you know, the, 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 the highest form of flattery is to be copied. And uh, some would say the Arbor Party is the nationalist equivalent of what George Galloway and you have done with uh, Alliance for Unity is now standing as all for unity. Um, it's the same, but it's different though, isn't it? Because, I mean, as you're setting out, nationalists will vote for the SNP at the constituency level and then may uh, choose to vote for the Arbor Party on the regional list level. For unionists, though, it's a slightly different equation, isn't it? There, there is no one unionist party. There's the Conservatives, there's Labour, there's the Liberal Democrats. Um, and then, uh, therefore, the, the regional list is where they might top up their votes. But if All for Unity is also standing, uh, doesn't that just divide the unionist vote further? Well, that's a, that's a very fair point, and that's something that's been put to us repeatedly in the last, particularly in the last week. Uh, the, the three main parties uh, now do, uh, it's evident, uh, do... Um, fear us i mean we're we're all on the same side but i mean they 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 do possibly envisage a situation where we become a a threat to them on the list uh we we remain adamant that right up to the last minute really if necessary that we need to be there to put pressure on them to uh, not stand against each other in the constituencies uh, because this uh, election is going to be won and lost in the constituencies, and the list, the, the, you know, there are there are many more um, constituency seats than there are list seats, and we need to take those seats off the SNP by not dividing the vote. So it's a bit rich for them to accuse us of splitting the vote when you, you know our whole raison d'etre is to unify it. The other thing I would say is that that it certainly down here in the in the in the south of Scotland, it's very important that uh, you know all for unity definitely does have a an important role to play in unifying the uh, pro UK votes on the list because the the Tories uh, having won uh, four or five seats we think uh, are likely to be have their second votes divided by five or six, but. Uh, the other point we would make, and this is the point I made in the Telegraph yesterday, is that increasingly it's it's looking as if this election is going to be less about how many list seats there are won by the Tories or Labour or the Liberals. It's going to be about getting the Unionist vote out and counting Unionist votes. It is very li likely, unfortunately, uh, because of the cockeyed electoral system we have and because of what's happened before in previous elections when uh, you know we've gone into it with a polling pretty much the same as it is now uh, that um, the nationalist side particularly with salmon now uh, are capable of of winning a majority so of seats uh, the, so the really critical thing is going to be getting the the unionist vote out and demonstrating that, there, that despite this, there is a majority of voters in Scotland who cast their votes for pro-UK parties and therefore do not want another 
independence referendum and certainly do not want uh, separation from the rest of the UK. And we believe now that after 14 years of uh, frankly uh, failed opposition and in some cases appeasement of nationalism by the, the three main parties, that there is a role now for a party like ours that will put up a robust defense of the UK against nationalism. And that we have in George Galloway, we have somebody who uh, is not only the, the, the best uh, debater in Scotland, we saw that when he took apart the US Senate uh, a few years ago, uh, he's a renowned as a debater. If had he been in the debate last night, uh, people would would not be saying that uh, Nicola Sturgeon did uh, did well in it. He because he would have ripped her apart. And he also has a, a wider reach than the other parties. Uh, uh, George Galloway has more social media followers than Douglas Ross. Willie Rennie and Anna Sawa put together. So uh, we are really going to be absolutely critical in this fight now, which is going to be the most important election Scotland has ever faced. It is likely to be the battle for Britain. The outcome is either going to pitch us into, uh, at best case, uh, five more years of never-endum, uh, or worst case, into into what? Uh, who knows? Is it going to be Catalonia? Is it going to be uh, Dublin in 1919? It, it's, it's going to be uh, a very uncomfortable place, certainly in Scotland, for a few months with uh, possibly uh, hardline nationalist groups trying to uh, use uh, civil... Uh, unrest to force uh, the Westminster government into a uh, giving a granting uh, another independence referendum. And so it is really important that uh, All for Unity, which was set up not just for this election, but, but for the long haul as well. And plenty of people said, you know, you're splitting the vote and all the rest of it. But plenty of other people are saying, well, frankly, the vote is split three ways already splitting it four ways is no longer going to make any difference. It's now about getting the vote out, and that's what we'll be doing. Well, maybe split even five ways, because there's a Reform UK as well, which is a, a, another a unionist party. But the question... Well, there is, but I don't, I don't believe that they have, they have uh, really sort of cut through at all, actually. I don't see them being a... Well, I mean, it's an important election, but also an unusual one, unusual in terms of the circumstances in which it will be fought uh, during a period of, of COVID social distancing, which means overwhelmingly it will be uh, postal ballots. It will also mean traditional campaigning is, is simply not possible. So, um, I mean, aside from social media, and you mentioned George Galloway's um, uh, Twitter following, but aside from that, you're going to be very dependent on mainstream media giving you airtime. Uh, there's already been one leaders debate and George Galloway, uh, like Alex Salmon, was, was not invited onto it. Uh, how confident are you that you'll be given a given that you are a new force 
in uh, Scottish politics. How confident are you that you'll be given a, a fair hearing by the mainstream media? Some, uh, some media, like The Critic, for example, and The Times and The Telegraph, uh, ha have given us uh, a fair hearing. I had an article you know, in The Telegraph yesterday I've written for your magazine uh, for, the, for The Times fairly regularly. And um, George Galloway obviously has his own um, talk show. But, but you're right, it is fair to say that the BBC, STV, Border TV have not interviewed uh, any All for Unity candidate at all yet, which is surprising. And uh, many newspapers uh, have, um, I mean, they're all following us on, on Twitter. Uh, they get our press releases, uh, but they haven't. Uh, they haven't engaged with us. And I think possibly the reason for that might be that, you know, there has been quite a, an establishment push to shut us out. I mean, there is this uh, political cartel of the three main parties. Uh, they don't want us as the disruptors. And, uh, you know, they are tribal, but there's also a tribal media. I... I do have concerns that the broadcast media in Scotland is very partisan. I was, I was very, very surprised last night in the leaders' debate by how uh, Sarah Smith uh, was quite deferential to Nicola Sturgeon. She allowed her to talk for longer without interruption. She gave her the last word. And then afterwards, uh, Glenn Campbell uh, gave a, a really very extraordinary summing up when um, he appeared to be making excuses for Nicola Sturgeon and uh, really talking about her in uh, really quite extraordinary terms for uh, a BBC, a senior BBC reporter. I'm, I'm no doubt Ofcom will have a, a full mailbag after that. So yeah, it is, uh, you know, that it's an extraordinary election. Um, we have a concern that the SNP is, will, is, will try to, um, and extend the lockdown to prevent us having the sort of rallies that where George Galloway would excel, uh, outdoor rallies, for example, that, that uh, could possibly be allowed uh, sensibly uh, with COVID. Uh, I think they will try and stop that. Uh, we've seen really quite extraordinary uh, lengths again been going to to uh, to get this to be a postal voting election, which obviously leaves it leaves it open to fraud. Uh, they, they've been quite openly putting fourteen year olds on the electoral roll and people with no fixed address. Uh, so all of this leads to concerns. So who is they in, in putting fourteen year olds on? There is the, the SNP. Uh, well, they, well, there is that you know the council. The councils are sending out literature, uh, asking people to saying that you can register anybody who's fourteen or over. I mean, obviously, the the age at which you legally can vote is is still uh, sixteen in Scotland. But um, I think by you know registering fourteen year olds openly, that that is something that uh, if you were in uh, in some uh, develop, in a developing world somewhere in some country as an election monitor, you would you would be wondering what the hell is going on here.
Um, the regional vote in Scotland is split up, split Scotland up into eight regions. Um, unionist minded voters will be keen, obviously, to vote tactically where they can. There may be some areas where it makes more sense to vote Labour, more sense to vote um, Conservative, or more sense to vote all for unity. Uh, where are you expecting that actually the votes made for all for unity would have the greatest impact? Well, uh, cephalogically, uh, we would have the greatest impact in the south of Scotland, as, and there, there is no doubt about that. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, people uh, get uh, very wound up with polls and charts and that sort of thing. Uh, actually, I think you just have to take a step back here and say, you know, that, that really voters across Scotland uh, need to go completely rosette colourblind now. I mean, we saw the leaders debate last night. What, I mean, what really separates Anna Sawa, Douglas Ross and Willie Rennie? you know, not a lot, quite honestly. Uh, much better for voters to stick to a, a simple plan and vote for the party most likely to beat the SNP with their first vote and vote for us, for the for all for unity, with their second vote. And that's a simple plan that could be applied to the whole of Scotland and would undoubtedly work and lead to the eviction of Nicola Sturgeon from Butte House on the 7th of May. Uh, you know, I think sometimes people try to be too clever about these things. Uh, you know, the, it, could, it could be a very interesting election where it, it's, uh, the, 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 the votes are completely different to uh, last time. You know, at Salmon, Salmon's intervention is one thing. Uh, the, 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 the fact that actually uh, there, are, there are very few people actually in Scotland anymore who, who are really desperately keen to see either Douglas Ross, Anna Sawa or Willie Rennie as, as first minister. Uh, nobody, nobody's actually talking about that as a, a credible option. Uh, much better, therefore, to vote tactically and just to, and just to say to give a strong message to the Scottish government and to the and and also importantly to the Westminster government that we don't want this never end of independence to keep going. Uh, you know, we've come up with with various ideas to <clears throat> to stop that with a clarity act, um, but. Uh, uh, you know, it, it would just give a strong message is a vote for unity by voting all for unity rather than try to try to be too clever, try and work, you know, work out the system. Is it going to be Labour? Is it going to be Tories? Is it going to be Liberals? If you're going to vote tactically, you might as well vote completely tactically uh, and just give it, give your second vote to us, knowing that we are already a cross party coalition and therefore if you want a cross-party coalition, a cross-party pro-UK coalition, why not vote for a party that is, is already the nucleus of that coalition? Well, Jamie Blackett, a leader of that coalition, All for Unity, we must leave it there, but thank you very much indeed for your time. Graham, thank you. If you've enjoyed listening to The Critic podcast, why not subscribe to have the magazine delivered to your door? Subscribe today with the offer of three issues for just £5 by heading to our website, www.thecritic.co.uk.
thecritic.co.uk.